0: I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. Today's episode is all about how to make holiday cooking easier. Holidays can be stressful at the best of times, but when you're hosting people for a holiday meal, that stress can get out of hand. Today I chat to Lauren, the recipe developer, food stylist, and photographer behind the blog Hunger Thirst Play, where she shares seasonally inspired recipes with a sprinkle of New England living. Lauren lives just outside of Boston with her husband, two daughters, and English Bulldog. She has a passion for creating seasonal comfort food that's a mix of healthy and indulgent and loves to sip on a creative cocktail or well-paired glass of wine. After leaving the restaurant industry to stay home with their firstborn, Lauren started the blog as a way to channel her creative energy and passion for cooking. Her experience working in restaurants is especially handy when it comes to organized food shopping, dinner parties, repurposing leftovers, and holiday prep. When she's not working on a recipe, taking photos, or negotiating toddler bedtimes, she's helping her husband with their two restaurants. Oof, Lauren, you're a busy woman. Lauren's years in the restaurant industry have taught her a thing or two about cooking for a crowd, obviously, and she shares all of her tips today for making holiday cooking as stress-free as possible. Whether this is your first or your 30th time hosting the holidays, you'll get so much out of this chat. Today's episode is sponsored by my website, cookitrealgood.com. The recipe of the week is my roast chicken with lemon and rosemary. I used to think that cooking a whole roast chicken was a bit pointless when you can easily buy a rotisserie chicken from the store, but boy, was I wrong. Roasting your own chicken tastes so much better and is so tender and juicy, Try this delicious and impressive roast chicken over the holidays. Just head to the show notes for the recipe cookitrealgood.com slash 15. Now, let's dive into today's chat. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. And today I'm going to have to put my holiday hat on. I'm going to think about the holidays. <laughs> it's, it's a bit strange at the moment because it's the middle of October <laughs> and I'm just going back from holidays. So the last thing in my mind is the holiday cookie. Nice. <laughs> But it's going to come up quicker than I expect. So I'm really looking forward to our chat today. Before we get into it, can I ask you, what was your last cooking fail?
1: Um, I oh, that. I was making, I'm like, I will cook a million things. I'm terrible at making rice. It is like, like I, there's something in my body. Like I butcher it every time and I like, tried to make rice and maybe put like a Hawaiian spin on it and needed a little bit more time and I meant to leave the lid on and just shut it off and let it steam while I went to go pick my daughter up at school and I forgot to shut it off. Um so luckily like, our school's not that far away, but we pulled the driveway and I was like, oh my God And I'm like running in the house with the kids under my arm and yeah, we needed to air out the kitchen for a little while. <gasps> oh no! But everybody was safe, and the house is safe, and, and, and it was in like a like a Dutch oven brazier, so nothing nothing terrible happened besides a stinky kitchen.
0: Uh, I've actually done something that recently. I put on just like uh, some rice in a saucepan and put it on, and I just blatantly forgot. Luckily, I didn't leave the house, but <laughs> yeah. I, I remember like one point, I was just like working my my laptop, going. <gasps> I ran into the kitchen like you and, yeah, I had a very burnt pot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was it was
1: not great, but hey, it, you know, it taught me the lesson to double check before I leave the house. So.
0: Do you have an instant pot? I do. I, I don't know why I use it to make. Right? I have never tried yet. Well, we don't have in technically instant pot here, but we have. I have an electric pressure cooker, same thing. And everyone's always saying like, cook it in there, cook it in there, but I've never tried. So yeah, I it's on my list to do because apparently it's so much easier.
1: Right, yeah. It's going to have to be all my list to do. I've been kind of afraid to make rice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I can t- completely understand. Um, All right, so today we're going to be talking about how to conquer that holiday cooking and make it easier so that we don't have to pull our hair out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited to talk about this. So let's start off with how do you even begin to create your holiday menu? Like, what do we put on it? How do we even get our hats on and start thinking about this?
1: Um, for me, I, like, I love to scour Pinterest. Um, like, when I'm not doing it for my blog, it's a lot more fun, um, and entertaining, like, to just peruse and see, like, what strikes my fancy, like, if there's something I want to try that's new, um. But my biggest, I guess, like, the biggest tip is, like, once I kind of get in my mind what, like, vegetable side dishes I want to do and what traditional side dishes I want to do, I think of, like, what I need to use to cook them and kind of make my menu that way. Because, like, your turkey is going to take up, like, a load of space in the oven, so you can't have everything coming out of the oven and kind of adapt it that
0: way. I think sometimes like I've, when I hosted my first like Christmas dinner here, I only thought of things that were in the oven and then (laughs) we were eating like two hours later than expected because I was trying to get everything done and it just doesn't work that way. So it is good to think ahead beforehand and think of how you can use some other things, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like like I. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but I have I have
1: a toaster oven that is really more than just make toast. Like you can do like a decent amount of cooking in it. So I'll use that for a whole side dish and then if you have an instant pot or a slow cooker, you can at least like make something ahead and fold it in there while, you know, you're using the other oven for other the same.
0: Yeah, that's such a good idea. I do like that you can just put Something that you've already cooked on the oven in the instant pot to keep it warm, but what about some sides that you could make in the instant pot that, or like a crock pot or things like that that you wouldn't have to pre-make? Is there some good ideas that you've got there?
1: Well, I haven't. That's really funny you are mentioning that because I was thinking about this podcast and I'm like, I really want to try making mashed potatoes in the crock pot uh-huh. because I haven't tried it, but in my brain, all of that sounds like it would make sense. Um, and that I feel like the mashed potatoes are like the centerpiece of side dishes. Um, like on Thanksgiving tables here. So I feel like if that's one less big to do item that, you know, you have to make mashed potatoes and you can do it easier, that is definitely something that would come to mind for me. Um, and then like for vegetables, we love to do just like simple roasted vegetables. Um and that usually, like, when the turkey comes out to, to rest, that's usually, like, we'll, we'll bake the vegetables on a sheet tray before, but not all the way. And then we just slip them in. While the turkey is resting, you can just slip them in and get them nice and crispy.
0: Yes, that's such a good idea. I've seen, um my mom likes to make these crispy smash potatoes I think that's what they call them and um she i saw her once she'd um already cooked them like most of the way in the oven before she was cooking some other things in the oven took them out and then just finished them off later and that worked perfectly so sometimes it is like thinking about can you start something off and then finish it later or um yeah just being a little bit more planned out about it because if you were just making like a sunday roast for your family at home uh, you probably don't really have to think of those things. You probably can fit everything in one oven, but right. it is a time that you can start thinking strategically. How can we map this out?
1: Yeah, I think that's just like how my brain works. Um, because I that, that that's what they do in restaurants. They car cook things and then they finish it off as an order comes in. So I don't know. I think that's just how my brain works when it's organizing things for the holidays.
0: I love it. Now, what about writing a list for shopping? <laughs> This this is like my least favorite thing. <laughs> I am
1: such a nerd.
0: Oh yeah, we'll bring
1: I, it. I this is like the only part of my life that is organized, is <laughs> my grocery list, and I love to be organized when it comes to planning because I don't want to go to the grocery store three times. So if I can make it like there and get everything I need and that's like that's lists to me. I don't know. I used to work, I worked in a grocery store for a really long time too. So so when I'm making my list I like to organize everything by department. Um so like you write all your dairy stuff together and then you write all your deli and your meat and produce and grocery. Um and it makes it so much easier. So you can just like if I know which grocery store I'm going to, I write it in the order that I shop the store. And that way I can just check off everything on my list and not have to go back to the store because when you're already stressed out cooking for a ton of people, it's like the worst when you run on of something and then you have to like, like try and think of something on the fly. And in my experience, that never works out.
0: I think it is important to like make sure that you get everything that you need before the time because there is nothing more stressful than getting to the part where you are. Like if you're doing it on Thanksgiving, I imagine all the shops are closed, but definitely on Christmas. Yeah. You, if you're missing something, you can't have it. So. <laughs> and then that's even more stressful. So it's good just to make sure you have everything. And I'm someone who, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I am terrible at remembering everything at the grocery store because i don't write lists i'm terrible and so i'll go (laughs) and then i'll end up going to the shop like six times because i keep forgetting things so this is the one time of year that i need to make sure like i'm actually planned and even like getting some things that are extras like even if you're like i'm not sure if i'll eat it it's better to have it than to run out
1: (laughs) right that's really fun my husband is not a list maker so like (laughs) I will like make a list and give it to him like with a knowing look that he's like, why are you giving me a list? <laughs> you need this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I need you to have this for the store to make me feel better. So.
0: <laughs> I like it. Um, All right. And then like, so when we're ready on the day or even like the night before, uh, what are some things we can do to make prep easier? For
1: me, like, it's a lot of chopping vegetables and just kind of getting them ready. So if you're going to do, like, let's just say mashed potatoes again, um, you can peel them and cut them and just open cold water overnight. That way you just have to cook them the next day. Um, or if you're doing something like like Brussels sprouts, they're always my go-to because I love them and they're simple. And if you get, like, a good crunchy roasted br- Brussels sprout, it's just best. Um, like, I'll chop them beforehand and um, either just, like, store them in, like, a Tupperware container or a plastic bag. Um, and then, like, think of, like, all your make-ahead stuff. Like, if you are opting to do, like, homemade cranberry sauce, I'm sure that can be made ahead in advance. Um, and just, like, look at your menu and see okay, like what parts can be done before?
0: I think sometimes it is just that the chopping of everything that seems a bit tedious. And so if you do leave it to the day of, you, you're quickly going to get behind because you, you kind of underestimate how long it's going to take you to do that, especially when you are talking about things like Brussels sprouts now. They take a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, that is a good idea to just think about what you can do to make everything easier on the actual day and, you know, just slowly start hacking away at your list of things to do by prepping those veggies.
1: Right. Yeah. Or like, even if it's like, let's like, like, say you just did your grocery shopping and you have no desire to cook, like set the table. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that That's a big thing. Like growing up, we would like set the table, like as a family to get it out of the way.
0: Nothing better than feeling you sorted with a nice set table. <laughs> you feel like you're kind of halfway there. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just popped in my head too. Like we would always do like super easy meals. So you're like planning to have this lavish like holiday dinner and you're like, here's a frozen pizza for dinner. Um, just <laughs> to keep it simple. Like frozen pizza with like paper plates. That's like what we would do before a big holiday. Um, so I know that's like not part of the prep food you're going to serve, but a way to make your life easier um, when you're prepping for a big holiday or even like a big dinner um, with a group, entertaining. Just keep it simple.
0: Well, nothing would be worse than if you were the day before a big holiday, and you are making something that like ha- required heaps of washing up and multiple steps. <laughs> like, just keep it easy on yourself. You are about to have a big thing in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Maybe even takeaway. I think that's probably what I'd go for. I'm just <laughs> so lazy. <laughs> sometimes,
1: sometimes you just need to do what's gonna what's best for everybody, and that's, that's sometimes that's it so. exactly.
0: Now, I want to talk to you about your opinion on delegation because I think that everyone feels differently about it, <laughs> but how do you feel about asking people to bring things? I, oh
1: man, I struggled with this for forever. Um, I, because like, I'm such a control freak that I, like, in my head, I have the perfect menu that I want to serve and I don't, I don't want anyone to bring anything, anything that's not going to fit with the theme of my menu. Um, but then I had kids and I kind of woke up. Um, and I, I came to the realization that sometimes, like when people ask if you, you know, if they can bring anything, they they really do want to bring something. Um, so for me, you know, I like to delegate like desserts, um, or like additional side dishes, or like a salad, um, or if it's gonna be an appetizer. I'll ask if they don't mind making, like, you know, like, like a, a charcuterie or, like, even, you know, like, just cheese and crackers or veggie dip. Um, I usually stray away from asking people to bring appetizers, though. Um, just a some personal experience. We... <laughs> I don't know if they're ever going to listen to this, but we have a cousin that would always bring an appetizer to Thanksgiving, but they'd always be the last ones to get there. And (laughs) my
0: mom would be like, where are they? (laughs) All right, let's Um, say they don't listen.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think he kind of knows. So so every year I'd be like, oh, are they coming with the stuffed mushrooms? Are they going to be the last ones here? And it would literally happen every year. So it just became like a family joke. But what I took away from that was, like, if you're going to delegate, which you should because it's a lot of stress to put on a big meal for a lot of people, you know, make make it desserts or something that's going to be in addition to. So maybe ask two people to bring desserts or a couple of, like, if you're already making a few sides, have it be a side dish. Um So that way, heaven forbid, something does happen or, you know, something comes up, they can't make it. Um You know, your your meal isn't you know missing something like the turkey or whatever.
0: Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Our family usually always delegates salads and desserts. That's usually the the two things that we um all bring along to like our Christmas feast. And uh, I like your idea about being mindful of what you're asking people in terms of being on time <laughs> because yeah, that can get stressful, especially like uh, uh, when you're waiting for that big meal, I find I'm always starving. So you need the appetizers to keep you from oh, being man. hangry.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Or maybe that's just me, but I'm a real hangry person. <laughs> if <I haven't> eaten. <laughs> oh. oh man.
1: it's like, that. That should be my middle name, but <laughs> it's not. But I can definitely relate to the hangry meat <laughs> big meal.
0: Now, what is your favorite holiday dish?
1: Oh, oh, this is, that's hard. That's it's hard.
0: hard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, um, I would have to say <laughs> it's probably a toss-up between turkey. Or, um, I make, I, I make these pureed parsnips that I absolutely love and I only make them around the holidays, which I don't understand why because they're super easy. Um, but that's like, that's a go-to whenever I'm like having a big group over because they're super easy and they're delicious and not a lot of people, or at least not a lot of people I know serve pureed parsnips. Um, so that's what, that's like definitely a go-to side dish for me.
0: Yeah, no, I've never had pureed side, um, Sorry. Oh man, that sounds yum. Yeah, I also really like canned cranberry sauce.
1: I don't know if that's like a terrible thing, but I love it.
0: I think it's a lot of people's favorite, actually. (laughs) It's a love or hate thing, it seems.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah, I, I know. I just, I like, I, I like homemade cranberry sauce,
0: but I really love canned cranberry sauce. Totally fair. Totally fair um now do you have the recipe for your pureed parsnips on your website i do, oh. I do. Oh, all right we're gonna have to link that in the show notes for sure because oh. that sounds amazing but yeah i've never tried anything like that so i i would like to try it
1: yeah they're good. i I know i feel like fall in new england is like very root vegetable like focus and parsnips fit the bill for that
0: you guys do it differently, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, is there any other last minute tips you want to share with us to make holiday cooking a breeze? Don't be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like
1: that one. <laughs> that, I don't know. Maybe that's just me talking to my former self. Um, you know. I uh, like trying to do too much or you know like maybe work with a technique that you're not like a hundred percent sure about, or I don't know um just do it in your comfort zone um especially if it's something for a lot of people, and just have, try to have a great time because at the end of the day, it's who you're with and and more so than what you're eating,
0: definitely. Definitely. That's such a good reminder. Oh well, thank you so much, Lauren. <laughs> Do you want to let my listeners know where they can find you? Absolutely. Um so
1: my blog is hungerthirstplay.com dot com. Um and my social media, so Facebook and Instagram are um are both Hunger Thirst, Play and Technically, I'm on Twitter, but I'm never really over there. I just can't wrap my head around Twitter, which is so bad. Um, but Twitter and Pinterest are... It's Hunger Thirst Play without the E. Hunger.
0: Uh Okay, yes, yes, yes. Well, so that's where you can find me awesome all right well i've really enjoyed talking to you today lauren i'm feeling like i've got some really really good takeaways from this to take to my own holiday cooking this year thankfully i'm not uh doing the whole meal but i definitely will be delegated a few things to take and i will uh try and keep calm in the kitchen on the day doing that <laughs> yeah. okay well thank you so much for having me this was a blast mm-hmm. Are you guys as excited as I am to fire up the oven and start cooking that holiday meal? I loved Lauren's tips for helping us not only on the day, but also getting organized, writing the list, thinking about what tools we need and what we don't have already. These are all things that will help us have a smoother and less stressful Thanksgiving and Christmas. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the links we chatted about today. Simply head to cookitrealgood.comslash 15. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook. Cook it real good. Bye.